Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be going over the fifth episode of season four of Sequester titled Take Two. We've got Spencer doing the Take Two line for his trip to Luxury Row, but really this episode was about the Take Two of Muna coming back after winning the Battle Back competition and being gifted an LOS by Jay West. We're going to get into everything that this episode had to offer the twist the elimination the battle match everything that happened in this episode we're gonna go over it and we are live so if you have your thoughts feel free to hop into that live chat because we will be popping them up uh if you have anything interesting to talk about please do that my name is barrett joining me as always is the lovely roxy hotman and joining us for the first time ever to replace daniel icon brown the truth the icon <laughs> is nick city himself nick how are you doing I'm great. I don't think I'll replace Daniel, but I'm here to try and give the same energy. So you're interim Daniel for the night and you can, <laughs> you can take that role as you wish. Nick, uh, you are a member of the sequester community. I, I will say it that much more so than I am for sure. Uh, so I, I would love to know just kind of starting this off. Uh, what are your thoughts about the cast of this season? Who, who do you know? First of all, who have you played with? Who are you more familiar with? I know I'm throwing um, you, I'm throwing you tough questions to start off, but I just right. want to know your big thoughts. It's okay. Um, so this is funny because I actually know a pretty decent amount of people in the cast. Uh, I've only played with Brendan and I snaked the shit out of him in the one game we played together. And it was the same, the safety twist that uh, they had in the first round. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I'm very good friends with Spencer for a hot minute now because um, I've known him from like the org scene. So before Sequester. Um, friends with Brent, friends with Jacob, friends with Natalie. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting people, but I, I know like a lot of people in the cast and they're delivering, honey. Like, I feel like Audrey put together a really good group that is entertaining as fuck to watch and they're all playing the game. So I'm loving it. They are all playing the game. And it seems like uh, I, I was very tempted to start out this podcast by saying we're going to be talking about episode five of Let's Shit on Spencer, uh, because it seems like that's what the season has been so far, uh, not only because he's been eliminated in seemingly every episode, uh, but at the fact that it, every episode revolves around him in some way. And he is another central character in this episode tonight, which I know I was getting comments before we started that this episode probably could have been 20 minutes long because it was such a given who was going to be going at the end of this episode. Um, it was kind of just like, okay, is, is Spencer going to beat Brent in the battle match? That was kind of going to be the big question that came out of it. Uh, and that really was it. Roxy, yes. I'm coming to you now. What did um, you think of this episode? I know you have extensive notes. <laughs> so, I have so many notes, but look at my nails. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, I loved this episode. It did not disappoint. It did not. I loved it. What did you think, Barrett? You always ask us. I hated it. it was, no, it was, it was good. It was a great episode. Uh, I I really did have my I mean, every battle match seemingly uh, I have to have my heart racing a little bit. But as soon as it started, I, I thought for a second, OK, Spencer is going to go out because he can't get a rope unraveled. Is this really what's going to happen here? I he's thought that was what was going to happen the whole season. He's like, wait till we get a physical comp and I get in there and, I, you know, and I'm such a beast. And he goes out because he. He wore Velcro shoes to school in elementary and never learned how to untie knots. Like, what? That's what I thought was going to happen. Said no. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. But, I mean, I mean, I like him, but it still would have been funny. I'm just saying. But, alas, that did not occur. 
It did not occur, and obviously we'll cover that once we get to the end of the episode because we try to go in chronological order. As as mm-hmm. as we, we, I say try because we really do attempt to. Do we do it? Not really that well, but we we try to. Uh, so really, I guess we can start off this entire show uh, by going back to the very beginning. Obviously, previously on, we had uh, another episode of Everybody Hates Spencer. You know, Jacob and Spencer voted out, and we had about twenty minutes worth of Spencer trying to decide who he was going to pick. Uh, to bring with him to the battle match. and But it doesn't really matter because Jacob and Spencer both come out victorious. We have Shireen and Rachel eliminated, but it's time for the battle match. Uh, <laughs> sorry, not battle match. Battle back, uh, where we get to see balloons be popping. Uh, Jay West finds a ticket like we saw at the end of the last episode, but like we kind of <laughs> thought, it wasn't the ticket to bring it back into the game. Uh, I know we kind of theorized maybe Jay West thought that was going to be the ticket to bring it back to the game, and then they just found out it wasn't. Uh, I guess that wasn't really the case. He was just really psyched to find the LOS because Muna found the actual ticket to go into the game, and Jay West gave the LOS to her to go back into the game with. So Which I love. <laughs> Kenya said we're gullible. <laughs> I know, we are. Uh, I mean, yeah, true statement. Yeah, you, you figure that out five minutes with watching us. But it's a fair uh, point. I'll take it. it. Made me laugh though. Nick, what? Do, how do we feel about um, Muna coming back into the game as a whole? What kind of dynamic does that bring back? Because that's the big. That's the big story of this episode, right? So Muna coming back is amazing because she's clearly coming gung ho for Spencer's ass. Because uh, he did. He was the one who got her out. So I'm happy that she's back because it's at least someone that you know is going to come in and like stir shit up and like try to go after people. Um, she came in with a bang though that's for damn fucking sure which i i mean i'm here was that a good idea for her to do that probably not i mean i i think it worked out for this round per se because of the twist Mm -hmm. but i think it i don't don't know if if you're coming back after people after you just went to the the jury i wouldn't want to come into a game where i hadn't been into a round into like how many rounds was she at like three um two or three but like regardless you've missed out so much stuff and like you don't want to come in pissing people off right away so i don't know yeah i i I see what you mean but at the same time it was like you're only pissing off spencer who everyone else already wants out anyway so it's like great today yeah if you're gonna (laughs) piss anyone off that i think that's the person to do it but at the same time i don't think she has that trust with everyone like she probably did when she was going out of the game especially with jacob i mean they had that little moment where they hugged in the kitchen or whatever but jacob was basically like i don't care about her apology i don't really want to work with her <laughs> that's not I, bro, on my oh my lord <laughs> i love jacob so much so much like oh i love him <laughs> At the same time, it does not shock me that Muna comes in being the aggressor in the situation, especially to Spencer. I feel like that would be out of left field if she just came in and was like, hey, guys, I'm back. Um, hey, no, bitch. That's Muna. <laughs> that is Muna, honey. She is coming in to clock someone. Like, beware. Yeah. In chat, uh, Jordan said people... It, people get brave and or bold when they have an LOS. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, I do think it was the right move to come in and basically make your, I mean, not that people didn't know, like Spencer obviously is her target, but it is a good move to say, yeah, this is my target. I don't know if it was a good move to do it in the way that it was done, but this, I mean, this is a different game than what I'm used to. 
I mean, I like Sequester and I, I watch it, but I'm not, look, I would suck. I would be the worst player ever <laughs> because I'm more accustomed to like the long game of like a big brother. And so, I mean, so maybe it's not a bad idea. That's, that's basically the point that I'm trying to say. Maybe it's not a bad idea to come in like super aggressive about that, but I don't know. I just was like, I mean, I, my gut was like, Muna, you can target him, but let's not, don't, don't give such a long drawn out speech about it. Like, because I would like for you to stay. Yes. So I was like, oh no, are they going to send her back out? I mean, not this round, but I was, it was like, it was kind of upsetting yeah. to me that she did that. Cause I was like, eh, yikes. Are you saying it was upsetting to you? Cause I, I mean, I see what you mean. Are you because saying it's I didn't want it to affect her in a, like negatively game wise? That's what was upsetting. Not, I mean, you can yell at whoever you want to. Like, I mean, and I like Spencer, but if you want to yell at him, go right ahead. It's fine. I don't care, but I just don't want it to ruin your game. But I mean, what do I know? Nothing, almost. I mean, Kenya's already called me out in chat, which I love. So <laughs> I don't even know Kenya, but I love it. <laughs> Yeah, if everyone could just uh, hop on the train of calling Roxy out, that would be great. Uh, there is, listen, there's a plethora of things that can be used to call me out. Go no, right yeah. ahead. We'll have plenty. Uh, Josh called me out in the Twitter DMs after la or two weeks ago's podcast because I totally, it slipped my mind uh, that he definitely voted out Brent in that round for a very valid reason that he was telling him and he wasn't lying to him. But in the podcast, I was like, oh, he's definitely lying to him. And so thank you, Josh. You, you got to put me in my place for me to get better. So... <laughs> I encourage everyone to do so when it comes we love to that. call outs here. Right. Uh, but I, I saw Muna's kind of calling out of Spencer. Uh, I mean, you have to have insurance that people are going to go after who you want them to go after. Mm -hmm. And even though I don't think people needed much swaying to go after Spencer, like they haven't all season. Uh, I feel like need, she needed to do that to ensure that people weren't, you know, slipping the mind of, oh, he's won all these battle matches. Maybe we don't need to keep voting him out. But uh the twists this week especially lent itself to voting Spencer out, I think, which was fine, uh, especially yeah. for Muna's case, because she didn't have to work that hard in the process. In fact, she really didn't have to say anything. Um, but yeah. That, it was that, entertaining, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely entertaining. And I think the line of the night was, uh, and as much as we can talk about Muna's speech, I think the line of the night was when Muna kind of probably slipped up with... <laughs> The logic of the situation is when you swing, you better not miss. And Spencer just said, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that sent me because I was like, I mean, he didn't like. Yeah, whether you, whether you like Spencer or not, I mean, he swung and he didn't miss. He, he beat her. Yeah, uh, he did. I mean. <laughs> uh, but backtracking a little bit, we did have uh, Jacob and Spencer entering Luxury Row uh, where we saw Jacob get the final power that was uh, amongst the two out of three envelopes in front of us. Uh, and what he got was called the battle pass, which is a, a term that oh. you're very used to if you play Fortnite or Warzone or whatever. Uh, but this battle, this battle pass, uh, this battle pass. Put it together, Barrett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the host. I, uh, this <laughs> battle pass pretty much gives anyone the power, specifically Jacob the power to prevent someone from being picked in a battle match and being able to replace that person with someone of his choosing. 
which I think is kind of a big deal, uh, if I do say so myself. Um, it's a power we've never seen in Sequester before. Um, and well, I'm I such an amazing power. That's, I mean, like, that is so huge in this game. That is it, huge. And with it in the hands of Jacob, I feel like it can mm -hmm. only be used in the most chaotic way. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, especially when he had that line of kind of in the middle of the episode about hinting that he wanted to lead the charge to get Muna out. He like, which was following Muna's apology to him. I thought maybe that might set up for him using that power to get <gasps> Muna back into Ooh, a battle match. I well. like it. That he might I, use that as like a move to to get Muna out. What I, I will say, like Muna coming back when she said that um, Spencer was taking out all the weaker players, I was like, well, yes, but Muna, you're not weak. You can, I mean, I, Muna, you can't. I love Muna to death. You can't call yourself weak when you're Muna Abdullahi. I mean, come on, bitch. And I feel like if if Jacob is smart, he could use that to to send Muna into a battle match, and that he could claim that on his resume and his resume only if he wants her out that bad but there's a lot of you know like controversy not controversy but there's a lot of talk smack talk um a lot about um spencer's choices that he's made on who to battle and um i mean this is such a Libra thing of me to say but i really honestly can see it both ways because it's like if you're like the threat is if you don't win, you are done in the game. Why wouldn't you choose someone that you think you can beat? Why wouldn't you? But also at the same time, stop it. Captain America, please <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so like, I get it. I don't think, listen, I don't think that his choices are um, with ill intent. I don't. And I think he gets a lot of hate for that. I think he's just like basically trying to survive in a game where he is um, <laughs> enemy number one, that everybody in the entire house is focused on taking him out, which is good for everyone else. Because as long as like, I wouldn't want to get rid of Spencer as long as he's the target, nobody's looking at me. So I'd be like secretly like, no, maybe we should keep him, but mm -hmm. keep like, like he's, he's a threat, but don't really get rid of him. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't really hate his choices, except I do hate them. I'm such a Libra. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hate them because I hate watching people that I like go home. Yes. But, like, I, I do but understand, I understand the game part of it. Yes. Right. Exactly. At the end of the day, we are playing a game, and it's for money that, you know, people want to win. So, right. If I were in that position, I would definitely want to try to take somebody that I think that I can win against. And I mean, the problem is, is that he thinks every single time is um, going to be like some sort of a physical competition. <laughs> like <happen>. Spencer, <laughs> this is sequester, honey. This is a challenge. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so he's making his picks based on something that I don't think is true, that he is stronger than a woman, which I don't think isn't true just because you're a man. And so I get being mad about that, but also 
that's who he thinks he can win. If I were in that situation, I want to pick somebody I think I can beat too. I just think I would base it on things that are different than what Spencer bases it on. And no hate to him. I like him. I like him fine. Just saying. I think okay, that I'm was done. Well <laughs> I, I think that was very well said. So, I, Nick I, City. You're like Jen City, but Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually where it comes from. Oh my God, you're like the first person that got the reference ever. Wow. Seriously? Yes, wow. no one understands it or gets Gen City, Nick City, whatever. But yeah, it's... <laughs> okay, well. I wish I could cut to a video of confetti right now, but I didn't predict that this would happen. Uh, <laughs> How could you? <laughs> I, I don't know. But no, I, I am so fully invested in this Spencer versus Muna storyline at this point that Spencer can win as many battle match competitions as he wants and have a horrible social game in the meantime, uh, which was a, a great running joke between like Brent and whoever he talked to in this mm -hmm. episode because Brent was always just like, listen, we know Spencer doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And Spencer's just like... <laughs> He's right. I don't. It's true. And I'm terrible. <laughs> it's kind of endearing, really. I loved Brent this episode, and I loved Spencer being like, well, I have messed up. This was like a terrible move. <laughs> like, yes, it really was. It was a terrible move. And Brent's like, look, he's terrible socially. <laughs> Spencer's like, I really am. I'm awful. <laughs> I think the best example of it was kind of uh, oh, Jordan was pointing it out in chat. The the please moment where Brent is having like this ongoing, just like, I swear, as long as you don't vote for it, we won't reveal your vote. Like it's, it won't be a thing that happens. You can trust us. You can trust me in that. And then Brent leaves and Spencer's just left in the room and he just goes, please. <laughs> that was it. That was the extent of his argument. It's so funny. How can you not love it? I don't know. It's just, it's pure entertainment to me. It's just like, this is, it was it's a train so wreck. I did think, you know, this, this um, twist was, it was both like made it easier for some people and made it much harder for some people like Brent. Um, and so I think what Brent did well you know, <laughs> being tethered to Spencer, who's calling people out to their face left and right for, I don't know why. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I think something that Brent did well is that he like looked at the twist and thought, okay, so I don't have a battle match to hold over anybody. What can I use? And then he was like, okay, I promise if you give us this vote, then we won't, you know, expose your vote. And I thought that was good. I mean, it didn't really work for him in the end, but I thought it was a good, you know, plan. Like that's gives somebody the opportunity where they could vote to keep them without telling everybody else that that's where they put their vote. Like you could still hide it. You know what I mean? So I, I thought that was like smart of him to, to use that. I thought it was a good like last minute, like, last ditch effort like oh we need to get these votes but like I mean, yeah. the, the twist kind of really f like put the nail in their coffin in my opinion because yeah as soon as that twist for them yeah for yeah. them and they said it they pretty much said as much that's why this episode probably could have been half an hour shorter like uh people in the chat have been saying is as soon as you have that twist as soon as you have the threat of being picked for a battle match just thrown away it's done like if you have the main target which is spencer and you don't have to worry about getting dragged with them. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, they have the the issue of there possibly being an LOS now that he's entered luxury row, which I mean, really only Natalie and Josh and now Jacob know about, but they're not really saying anything to anyone. They're only saying it to each other. And now Jacob hasn't even gotten in the conversation, not not from what we saw this episode about luxury row itself. And neither is Spencer getting in the conversation about luxury row. Uh, there's just not that much talk, but they're still scared that there might be an LOS out there. <laughs> Brought up a really interesting point later up in the episode. What what is happening in chat? What do I need to know? Jordan Lester in chat said that Oprah's given out spots on the jury and that made me laugh. <laughs> and you get a jury spot and you get a jury spot. <laughs> we have a sequester access YouTube channel. Oh uh in the chat, uh saying mini spoiler, but the episode is longer because it actually sets up a lot. <gasps> coming up are you saying that if we look at the little things that little conversations little drs that happen in this episode maybe it might say something about what's to come i love it i love it that's not a mini spoiler that's just that just makes me want to watch this episode five more times <laughs> get them views girl <laughs> i actually did watch um all of the the previous sequester episodes like from this season i did re-watch them um earlier yesterday and today because I was like, God, I've been not watching this for two weeks. I've got to refresh my brain. So I'm not opposed to rewatching multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> With the two week break, I definitely watched uh, episode four leading up to episode five, which was nice because in these jam-packed episodes, I'm always the first one to say it. I forget about half the things that happen, especially when it comes to little conversations and pulling people into rooms, which we're about to get into from this episode. Uh, that? What? Oh, Chris Rock says, says next episode, a lot of people have expectations and are, are going to be bamboozled. First of all, I love the word bamboozled. It is I great. Do. It's a fantastic word, and I'm so excited. Yes, feed us anything, uh, Sequester Access, whoever you may be, whoever you are, mysterious Sequester Access out there. Um, yeah, I, I, okay, now I'm really excited. But uh, I will save my excitement for after we're done with this podcast, which is about episode five, um, because we still have the entire twist to talk about. So what we haven't said is exactly what this twist is, which is matchmaker. And essentially, Muna being the returnee, since all the returnees in past seasons have had some integral part in the next twist that is to be played, Muna will create four pairs of the remaining eight uh, contestants. I almost said house guests. I know that's not right. Uh, and, and everyone will vote as a pair, and their fates are linked to each other, meaning if one goes out, the other, kind of like last round, except not <laughs> except they can't choose other people to go into them with the battle match they will just automatically face each other so they go into the living room she chooses spencer and brent as the first pair and her excuse is that she thinks the battle match will be a puzzle and she thinks brent will win good excuse uh brent will definitely win no worries about that um <laughs> then she picks billy and natalie and Natalie was kind of confused as to how that happened. Why are you linking the the two other you know, women in the house together? Like, why, what do you, what is your goal with this? Like, I just don't know what the guys are going to do, uh, which you don't really have to worry about. But I thought that was a, probably a, a good point. Though. Yeah, that's that's point. they did have a moment where they all met into one of the I don't know what to call it, the like the 
storage room. The cl- I would say the storage room, but it's not a storage room because it kind of looks like where they get snacks and stuff. But I know that's not right. Uh, and they kind of the did- pantry where you get snacks. Is that the word you're looking for? Pantry. Pantry works. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and that's when we had that whole Billy listening in through the door and then going and saying, so you have the votes. A lot of listening at the door and barging in tonight, which I loved. So entertaining. And Billy's outfit was from LA Gear, and it has been a hot minute since I've seen LA Gear. And at first, I was like, like when she was doing one of her, what do they call them? Are they, I do this every time. They call them confessionals on this show. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) And I was like, I love that. The pink, it looks so good. And then later, when she turned around, I said, That's LA Gear. I hadn't seen that in a while. Is that coming back? Because I'm about to copy Billy. You, that would be good. I think every I week it. you need to track down an outfit that you saw in this episode <laughs> and then wear it for next week's podcast. That would be so much fun. <laughs> Except <laughs> last year, you just would have had Dustin's every single week. It would have gotten kind of boring because every week it was just, did you see what Dustin was wearing? Did you see what I he was mean, wearing? The boys got style. You got to give it to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's not true. One week, Jayla won the week of date night. Her outfit was phenomenal. I loved it. I didn't know what you were about to say, but I didn't think you were about to say phenomenal. (laughs) Uh, So going into after the twist is read and we get the pairing of Josh and Jacob and also Brendan and Marcelo, I should mention. um, Muna pretty much says, I just formed these so people will vote out Brent and Spencer. That's that's all she really needed to say. So Spencer... That could plan. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I don't think she's going to have much trouble with it if I do say so myself as a person who's seen the episode. Uh, so Spencer grabs a bunch of people, uh, which leads to his first issue of this episode. Uh, Marcelo kind of grabs Muna and it's just like, I'm so glad you're back. And Muna's like, I don't really know what Marcelo's, where his head is at, but like, okay. Uh, Spencer is in a room with Josh, Brendan, Jacob, and Brent, and Natalie is there for a hot second too. And they're like, <laughs> We you can't vote me out. That's exactly what Muda wants. You want to give her this power and vote me out? And then they're like, okay, well, who should we vote out? And then Brent's like, you know what? I'm not going to stay here for this conversation. He definitely should have stayed there for that conversation because uh, he might have helped things a lot. Like, oh my many God. In here for me. I know it, but Spencer basically, and this is the first big thing that happened. Said, well, I think we should vote out uh, Brendan and Marcella with Brendan right there. Brendan is right there. So Brendan Marcello, he knew what he was doing. Why? Why? And I know Spencer was in chat earlier. Good God, Spencer. Why (laughs) did you do that? I know, Spencer. I had to look away. I was like, oh no. Because I've been so like about his game until like a point. I was like, oh. (laughs) Maybe he is not playing the best game. (laughs) But I I mean, I would have came and gotten at least left out someone from one pair or something. I don't know. Cause it looked like he just grabbed a bunch of people and was just like, we're just going over here. I like, didn't think about like, Oh, there's no other options to vote out out of everyone left like type of thing. So I would love some logic behind what that was. So, well, and you know what, maybe, I don't know what it could be, but maybe there was some, like, I feel like, like some weeks, you know, you watch it and you're like, what the hell was that about? And then like two episodes later, you're like, oh, okay. I see now. But right now, I just, 
I don't think there's anything that that the captain could tell me that would make me go, oh, I see what you were doing there, Spencer. <laughs> what? Why did you say that? Why? Yeah, I mean, and I, I, here's the next question for y'all. If Spencer had not completely messed up, and I get you have trouble coming up with names when <laughs> everyone is already paired together anyway. He answered. Uh, Oh, he did answer. I purposely called out the other pairs. Brenda decided to come anyway. Oh. Did you not know he was in there? Like, did you, did you scan the room and go, oh, he's in here and I don't care? Or did you scan the room and just miss him? Guess still don't understand. But you know what? There's a lot I don't understand. I think he just didn't give a fuck at that point. Spencer had his mind made up. And so he just rolled with the punches at that point. He was just like, I'm going to say it anyway. I mean, the rounds are so fast. He was probably just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to say it. And I, guess I mean, there's so many people left. Like, oh, there was one person from each pair. Thank you, Spencer. That's what, I, that's what I was about to say. There's only so many names you can call out when they're literally paired together, and there's yeah. four pairs. You don't. You have to. I mean, you have to bite it one way or another. So I, 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 I see where you're coming from. I was it was like, just, no, what are you doing? <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think just watching it because, like, Spencer being the one to grab everyone, and then just being like. We're doing Brendan. Like, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> confetti. Cut to video of confetti. Again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough nine people left. So I I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know who's the, who. With the main like strategy at that point, just be don't pull everyone together, one person from each pair, or <laughs> just go to them one at a time and then say, This is what we could do. Uh, is that the right play at that point? Or I feel like it would just be any play that's not pull everyone into a room, which I get that's not that's not what Spencer's intention was. He didn't plan on Brendan going in there, uh, <laughs> but he still rolled with it anyway, which ended <laughs> up being uh, the biggest issue probably for him in this episode, even though people were probably going to be voting that way. Anyway, I, I get there's not much you can do, but I, w I would have been interested to see how Brent would have reacted to that if he was also in the, oh room. Gosh. In the room. I think Brent would have slapped his mouth shut before he <laughs> even that would have been funny, actually. Brandon just says, who do you suggest? And then Spencer's like, well, actually, I was thinking that before he can say anything, he throws him through the window. Like, it's just... Just don't say well, it. I mean, and honestly, like I don't think it's necessarily a bad strategy to take to get one person from each pair in a situation like this, where you know, I mean, Spencer knows he's going to be the one; he's the target. And so, um, right, he just said, "Let's not pretend we weren't getting votes this round anyway." Exactly. Fair point. Um, <laughs> so I don't think that's the bad strategy. <sighs> And then Brendan's, you know, sneaky little fella that he is, is in there. And then, like, they say to Spencer, put him, like, on the spot right there. Like, well, who do you suggest? And it's kind of like, you got to say something. He's right. You do have to say something. But is there something that Spencer could have or should have said other than someone's name at that moment? Like, could he have turned it around and said, I'm not sure. I just know I don't want to be targeted again. Let's talk about it or something, anything other than how about you, Brendan? <laughs> it's just, it, it's so difficult know. because you only have four, essentially four people, but you have four pairs to choose from. 
And I, I feel like the main point of his argument is you need me in here because you can't give Moon all this power. She's got, she's come back into the game. She gets to pick these pairs. She has an LOS. Nobody knows that, uh, but she does. Uh, you can't give Moon all this power. You need essentially the both of us in this game to go after each other. But it, it was a good start to it. Like that's, that's the part where you kind of leave it. I get it in people's heads. And then it's just, who, well, who do you want to vote out? Um, how about you? What if we just settled on, I don't know, you? <laughs> And that's where you lose people uh, and you lose Brendan for forever. Because as we saw last week, Brendan does not, or two weeks ago, Brendan does not take well to you throwing out his name. No, <laughs> he doesn't. To the point where he will corner you in the pantry, kitchen, storage room, uh, whatever we decide to call it, and say, if you vote me out, you're going into that battle match. And then Rachel has to be like, okay, dude, calm down. <laughs> we already have one Spencer in here. shirt that she had on tonight. With a little cold shoulder action. So pretty. She looked beautiful. I mean, I couldn't see her face because she's wearing a mask, but I just thought I loved it. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna try to pull it up, but I couldn't find it quickly enough. Uh, well, I was also gonna say, you know, <laughs> you're like, Spencer doesn't have an LOS. And I was like, Yeah, he sure doesn't, because he went in there and second guessed himself, unlike other people. Spencer. <laughs> Yeah, Spencer went into Luxury Row and was going to pick one envelope that I assume was probably the right one to pick. Just based on, you know, God, math. One doesn't. Yeah. If I know anything about math, two of them did and one I of them know, didn't have the power. Terrible at math. <laughs> but, I made, but I made sure to note that Spencer uh, second-guessed himself for a very long time, much like two like, weeks ago. I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, but wait a minute. But... So I get it, but I thought it was humorous after Jacob was like, you never should second, you go with your gut. And I was like, that's right, Jacob, you do. I love him. And then Spencer was like, but wait a minute. And I said, oh no, no, Spencer. If there's one thing that we can get in every episode to know that we'll fill the quota on is that Spencer will second guess a decision for a very long time. And that's just going to be every episode from now on. It's not two weeks ago from moving from Natalie to Shireen being picked for the battle match. Now this week, it was Envelope Gate. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I was really thinking that he was going to come back this round well, and get okay. something. So David said, but weren't all of the advantages gone? Are they all blank now? And I think after after two of them are gone, then they start over, right? Don't they refill after after the two? Because what's the point of going in there and drawing if there's nothing left in there? This brings up another quota. I do. I, I thought I remembered one of the rules saying once all the powers are gone, they'll be replenished. Empty in the chat. Spencer said all of them were empty, so it wouldn't have mattered. So he so got I, a third yeah. guess, fourth guess, and it's so would have. I thought one of the rules was once the powers are all taken, they get replenished. Like they're not replenished until they always. Oh, once, once they are used. Okay, not oh once they were all empty. Spencer, it didn't even matter. You just second guess all day long. Yeah, yeah, Spencer. All the work that you did in this episode didn't matter. I hate to break yeah. it to you, but you're not even needed. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Access for clarifying that for me, because as you well know. I have the worst time trying to remember however this is another reason why I would be terrible in this game because they would announce the rules and they'd be like, you have 20 minutes. And for 17 of those minutes, I'd be like, but wait, how does this work? 
I would be gone so fast <laughs> because I don't know what's happening. Thank you for clarifying that for me. I am a moron. <laughs> there's no question about that. But I'm fun. So there's that. <laughs> there is that. There's always that. I'm entertaining. Uh, nothing else. Uh, we obviously we have plenty of time to fill in in between uh, the the twist being read in the elimination itself, which is essentially a bunch of Brent doing the good PR work of the pair and coming up with really his own strategy for it. And eventually by the end, he's kind of given up on any sort of hope of staying in this game via a vote count. Uh, but it's just saying kind of setting himself up for if he gets back in the game, then maybe they can work something out. Um, and in between all that, he's arguing with Billy, <laughs> which was inter plenty of entertainment to me that we had plenty of arguing all around that started by people listening, uh, you know, in front of doors, overhearing conversations, which was fun in itself. Um, I love it. They're listening and then they're like, well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Billy busted in that door being like, well, I'm here too. I was like, oh, <laughs> I Everybody did it. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening right now? And, and see, if I were there, I'd still be trying. Do you know the rules? Do you know the rules of this round? And they're like, I hear you talking in here. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go ahead and play that clip because I think it was great because Billy enters the room and she's like, oh, you've got the votes in here, huh? So who are we voting? And then Brent is just like, all right, so we'll vote out Billy and Natalie. <laughs> Uh, Brent was so petty this episode. It was so funny. When it comes to Billy, I think Brent was just ready. He was ready for the pettiness. Uh, let's play that clip. That's the laundry room, and I hear a whole bunch of chat. Now I hear a whole bunch of guy voices, and they're talking. So I'm listening. The votes are right here. If whatever we want to do, the votes are right fucking here. And I'm here now. So, so the votes are right here. So if we all want to vote for Billy and Natalie, that's what we can do right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <sighs> I loved Billy I loved I loved Billy every episode but I really loved her on tonight's episode she had that her telling like arguing with Brent and being like oh you don't want to talk to me and then finally when he's like I want to talk to you she's like no I don't want to talk to you now <laughs> you missed the chance <laughs> Oh Lord. I love it. I love her screaming about how she's all about loyalty every 10 seconds. <laughs> I know. And, and I listen, and I appreciate loyalty because I mean I'm I'm loyal also, but only to the people I'm loyal to. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm loyal to everybody. And when you walk around saying I'm I'm loyal, I'm loyal, okay, but to who? Right. To right. Yeah, loyal to everyone here is the thing. If there's I, one thing I know about Billy, what like what does she do? She's loyal. What does she not do? Loyal. She's not disloyal. Yeah, no. That's Billy in a nutshell. She's not a snake. <laughs> That's for sure. Sn snakes it. have those shaky eyes. <laughs> Billy doesn't have shaky eyes. But when Natalie was talking to her in that room, she had shaky eyes. Can't trust Natalie. Technically, she was right. Natalie was like, uh, that, that was such an interesting conversation because they were talking to each other and they both had separate confessional DRs, whatever you would decide to call them, either one, uh, where they're like, you know what? I, I don't want to go after her now, but when it comes down to six, that's when. 
They both said six. Like they both talked about the final six specifically. I'm just like, if only the both of you knew. So, mm -hmm. so I wonder if that's something that'll get set up for final six. If that's what maybe we were being hinted at. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'd like to hope so. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. I would too. <laughs> We want to watch Jacob enter the room now. Yes, it was yeah. so funny. What if we have one? I, you have to say, Brent. I'm telling you right now. Okay, you guys are in fucking red trouble. You I know. Tell, uh, I'm not gonna go. We're not gonna we're go around. Going, be like, we're going to. I know, but I'm just saying. Okay, okay. Are you okay. willing to vote for Josh and Jacob? Okay. No, nope, we're not voting Josh and Jacob. Yes, you are. Nope, we're not. Well, we're not. Know, that's all I can pressure right not. now. I'm the type of person where like. <laughs> I am no way, shape, or form will let anybody try or attempt or even conceive the thought of punking me. I don't understand how you're all of a sudden back with Muno when you were just- Muno just came in. Okay, that leads to the uh, a lot of yelling that we can watch in a second, but- I love Jacob so, so, so much. Do you think that he would want to be my best friend? No, the answer is no, he's, no. Never but gonna so, happen, yeah. In my brain Maybe. though, I'm like, and we'll get matching t-shirts. Maybe denim, like he wore with Muna. <laughs> I just love him so much because that is so something that I would do what he did. I'd be like, I don't think so. Because as Barrett well knows, I get very, very aggressively competitive. I mean, I don't care if it's Candyland. I'm playing to win. I am playing to win and I will... I'll get real ugly about it. And so that is something that I would do what he did. He's like, uh, excuse me. I don't think so. Here's what we're not going to do. We're not voting for Jacob. So think of something else. <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm. and now what? <laughs> right. Even though last round, what did people do? They voted for Jacob. But <laughs> I, know. I know. And he is tired of it. <laughs> That's right. So much so that he got his own battle pass to prove it. No, uh, which I can't wait for. I cannot wait for it. I can't wait. Same. For it. Um, I, I, I think. Sorry. I think another thing that uh, we need to bring up is this talk about LOS is like that we got hinted at, or uh, we kind of started talking about once we got to luxury road talk or whatever. But it was what um, Marcella was trying to plead with Brent with. You're just like, do you have an LOS? Just tell me if you have an LOS. <laughs> this is really important if you tell me if you have an LOS. And Brent's like. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to tell you if I have an LOS or not. <laughs> and then he told, he kind of more so told Brendan later on in the episode that he didn't have an LOS, but didn't say those words specifically. So he eventually kind of caved in as just kind of like a last resort. Is like, does this really affect where you're voting? Or are you just trying to like bullshit me and to see if you can flush one or not? Uh, which I mean, <sighs> if he does, like if he had one, would, I guess it could affect the voting, but I mean, I just didn't understand why he was so fixated. Mm -hmm. that, I, guess. I was so confused. I was like, why do you want him? Like, first of all, why would he fucking tell you? Cause I wouldn't. And number two, what, what is it doing? If he tells you, like, I, I don't understand what helps you out here or what kind of the logic was with it. So. I, I, I think it inevitably was just a, we need to know if we actually have to have a backup target or not. Like if we just like, maybe Brent will slip up and tell us, then we can have a backup or if nothing else, we just have something to flush out while we can. I think they were just so paranoid that, you know, one vote's going to be thrown on Brendan and Marcelo and then suddenly they're out. I mean, I think you have to have any defense that you can at that point, but I think Marcelo pleading with LOSs as much as he did led to his suspicion that Josh had an LOS, which is 
on point. Not only his suspicion, Natalie's suspicion. Natalie's because too. Yeah. I was going to say that if you listen closely and you observe, they both, people said that Natalie and Marcelo are the two goats and both of them are so fucking aware of what's going on that they yeah. both know that Josh has the LOS is so fucking smart. Yes. And okay, so CJ and Kat asked a fantastic question. And that's what I was wondering too. I mean, I don't. I think they would both be saved. That's normally yeah. how that would work in like a sequester mini. If like me and you, Roxy, were tethered and like I played an LOS, we would both be stayed. <laughs> yeah. Roxy said, thank you so much. <laughs> of course. We <laughs> tethered to someone who knows how. <laughs> No. That's not really how it would work in a mini, so I would assume that's how it would work here. Well, I was wondering that earlier, like when they were at, like when he kept asking Brent, like, "Do you have one?" I kept thinking, "But can can he play one even if he does?" And how does that work? Yeah, I mean, they they vote with the pairs in mind. They were voting for Brent and Spencer because so mm-hmm. if they're voting as a pair, then that means if a LOS gets played, it would be played on the pair. I would feel like. Okay. That makes the most sense to me. I, yeah. I just—it seems like it would be very complicated dynamics if they're like, okay, but if another one gets used, only one person can get replaced, and then that other person has to pick another person to go into a battle match, and they also get to choose all three votes. It just seems like it would be too complicated. Instead of it just being the pair gets the LOS as opposed to the person. Well, um, I'll say that I feel like with each passing season um, that of Sequester that I watch, not only does you know, production value and just the show in general just improved drastically. Also, my understanding of what's going on also improves. I am so much better off in season four than I was at first where I was like, wait, wait, it's different this round (laughs) now. And then I went to, okay, I don't understand anything that happened in this round at all. And now I'm kind of like, wait, I think I get it. (laughs) Growth, an arc, a character arc. Learning. I just I have to ask a lot of questions because I'm just like, wait, what? So I'm glad CJ asked that, and I'm glad to have the input of what everybody said because now I know. I hope y'all are right because if y'all lied to me, then I'm just really all messed up again. Not having it. Let me tell you what we're not going to do. I'm just kidding. Nick, I thought you brought up a good point of just because uh, I totally forgot about that conversation between Josh and Marcelo, where, you know, Marcelo's like, we were the only two that didn't get in the shit in that argument last night. <laughs> like, we, we are so good. We are basically running this game. And Josh is like, you're not you're not doing anything, Marcelo. You're not like Marcelo's game so far to, I think, uh, a view to the viewers in a large extent. But like, we know Marcelo is smarter than he lets on. But his game is just, I'm going to act so desperate to these people every time I talk to them and that I am like on borderline tears. Because like, if you see him talk to people, it's just, ah, I don't know, like what's it's happening? Like out of breath, I feel like half the time. Yeah. Well, he's just run a marathon. <laughs> Clearly. Every, every conversation begins <laughs> like, with Marcelo reminding people that he just ran a marathon. Like they're they're all playing the round and Marcel is just over there. And then he comes yeah. So let's talk for a second. <laughs> you just see you just see the shadow of Marcelo outside the window in the in the mansion just just go by. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm so weird. I'm not really sorry though. <laughs> it's okay. 
I do want to watch that moment again, though, where Josh accidentally kind of reveals that he has an LOS by telling everyone to stop talking about the LOS. <laughs> um, which moment? It was like right here. Because Josh has a DR right before it happens uh, where he's just like, it doesn't matter if we keep getting worried about LOS is like, it's just going to lead to more thrown votes. And we don't need that. We need to commit to a vote, which is valid, um, but accidentally made his real intentions known, which is that I have an LOS. Please don't care about LOSs. No, it's they're, they're the they say you two, and then they say me and Joe. If he was doing exactly. the smart moves, he wouldn't be in the fucking position. He's throwing right everyone Period. under the bus right now. Who they're is? calling me and Brendan, Brent and... Um, so we need to Spencer. make sure... So we'll go. I want to... We, so we need to make sure... If it, People are saying, well, what if he has an LOS? What if they play an LOS? The only other name that's out there right now is mine and Jacob. So I don't know why anybody else is worried about an LOS. People need to stop throwing away their votes and throw their vote with intention. And right now we need to get out Spencer. Don't worry about the fucking LOS. Okay, okay, okay. Don't fucking worry. Sorry, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. That makes me very suspicious of Josh. I'm pretty sure that Josh has a fucking LOS. I don't know. Maybe I'm just paranoid, but Josh telling me to shut up and not bring up the LOS anymore. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will not bring it up again. I apologize. But I'm going to use that against you. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, this this just kind of. That. I just keep thinking about. I just keep thinking about what Sequester Access said in the chat earlier about all of the foreshadowing occurring. And so now every time you play a clip, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen with this next week? Specifically any clip that doesn't involve Spencer, because I feel like the added time to this episode is usually the scenes that don't involve Spencer. Where you're kind of like, is this needed here? But it could be. It could be. Um, they just kind of goes to show with that level of paranoia. If people found out about Luxury Row, I feel like every single person that is in their Luxury Row would immediately just be like, all right, you're going to be the remaining members that are eliminated because you have something. Uh, if if one person finds out about it that hasn't been eliminated yet. But eventually we're going to get to the point where most people that are left in the game, if people that are voted out keep winning these battle matches especially, they're all going to know about it. So eventually they're all just going to say, okay, so... Mm -hmm. Do all of us have powers? Do none of us have powers? Well, everyone but Spencer, apparently, because he can't <laughs> he can't get a single thing right. Um, That's it. Poor Spencer. <laughs> poor Spencer. Uh, I, I, I am just excited to see Luxury Row become a, kind of a reason people get voted out, which I think could happen as early as the next episode because... I mean, someone's going to slip, right? You got Josh, you got Natalie, and you got Spencer, and you got Jacob that all know about it at this point. I don't so. know. But did you notice the shirt that Josh was wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it says The Breakfast Club, yes. I love that. There it is. It's great. I love that movie. I love it. But, I mean, truly, honestly, <laughs> my very favorite song in the entire world. <laughs> Don't you forget about me by the simple minds. <laughs> it really is. I say as I sit here wearing an Eminem shirt, but you know, I'm eclectic in my musical taste. I like it all. But well, the last podcast you wore the Wu Tang shirt, so you gotta kind of spread the love. I love Wu Tang too. ODB is so well, was so great. I just love him. Anyway. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, I'm looking at my notes as well, just other conversations that we really haven't hit on yet. Uh, obviously Billy celebrating with Muna being back and everything. Are you um, Grant and his filibuster? His filibuster at, at elimination? 
Oh yeah, we're getting to that. That was going to be my next <laughs> big point was elimination. I was just making sure we covered our bases in terms of just okay, kind yeah. of conversations that happened in between. Because uh, a lot of them were good because it, it, there were some of them at the beginning of the episode or the beginning of the twist segment of the episode where Brent was talking to people and they were considering really going for Josh Jacob uh, as kind of a backup option, especially when he talked to Natalie about it. But it seemed like the turning point, I don't know if you guys agreed, the turning point was really uh, a little moment where Brenda or Marcella was in a room and he was being told that like they're throwing out every name like Brent and Spencer have just said any pair is is good and that I, I feel like that sealed their fate at like that was kind of the final straw of just okay well they're going to be the vote that's fine we don't need to talk about it anymore and that's when I was kind of like okay <laughs> Jordan Lester in chat is killing me because every two like two seconds Jordan has like references to all kinds of other things. And I get every single one of them. I feel like maybe Jordan is my new best friend. But anyway. <laughs> I hate to break it to anyone, but if Roxy claims you're her best friend, it's not a, it's not a long title to be held because Whatever. next week she's found I'll, a new one. I'll put you in my pocket and keep you there. Please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it creeps people out and you know it. Which is part of the reason I say it. <laughs> Let's get to the elimination. Okay. All right. Uh, Britt and Spencer obviously eliminated unanimously if you take out the votes that they casted for Josh and Jacob. Um, and I should really point out, because it needs to be pointed out, that Brent left Spencer hanging with a fist bump for the <laughs> longest amount of time that I've seen someone <laughs> leave someone hanging for a fist bump. It was and, on, what's the show with Barney Stinson and... How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, where he was always like doing the high five, you know, wait for it. And that That's what it felt like watching Spencer do that. And then he tapped him just like, hey, I'm trying to fist bump you. <laughs> and Brent's like, yeah, no. He's, he wanted nothing to do with that. <laughs> Brent is like, no, you got me to this place. You ruined my chances, which you is true. Terrible uh, skills. I don't feel like in life, that, I mean, I don't know Spencer, but I feel like in life he doesn't, have bad social skills does he i mean i feel like he's he's humorous what, in the chat and from someone who's known him for two years i don't think he has horrible social skills <laughs> i don't know maybe in this game he dies but it was so funny hi damon it was so funny to me though when he was like hey like tapped him on the arm and he's like look look fist bump and brit's like no please please fist bump me uh, As so Spencer. Can we also, also about how how Brendan called him a professional doofus in his confessional too. Uh, I did not pick up on that, but I should also say that Brendan also said uh, made the pizza reference that Roxy was so ecstatic oh, for yes, that. That I love the people in chat that know that that's an office from the office, Ugh, the best show ever made. Okay, sorry. Yes, pizza, Brendan. Yes, sorry. I have ADHD. Keep going. Yes. Uh, Brendan made the, the the line of Spencer is the type of person you bring to a party and there's 10 slices of pizza and he takes five of them or something. That was worded way better than what I just said. Uh, but this, I mean, I really do think maybe sometimes uh, these episodes are being edited with Roxy's mindset, you know, uh, <laughs> in mind, just thinking, oh, Roxy said that thing about... Uh, Brendan being a Domino's pizza boy in episode two. Maybe we should put that line about the pizza in episode five. I don't, 
I don't think for one second that that's what's happening at all. But well, I don't either. But imagine if you slightly influenced things that were happening in this yeah. game, Roxy. You control everything. If you establish anything, it's that I am very influential. <laughs> Such an influencer. Um, I thought Aren't it was so funny though, because I was like, Domino's Pizza just made a pizza reference. I liked I it, actually. I do want to see if I can find that line just real Into quick. A group and you're like, look, we all need to vote together and I'm going to vote for you. God damn it, Spencer. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what Spencer does for a living, but I would not be shocked if I go home, I'm watching the show and it says Spencer, professional doofus, because that's what I feel about this guy. I mean, he has the most atrocious social game I have ever seen in any season of Sequester. Spencer's the type of dude to hold a pizza party with 10 people and take five of the slices. Like, I, it's just unbearable trying to work with this guy and keeping his ass in the game to take out, you know, the people that I trust so that I don't betray them is, you know, a strategy that I don't know I can continue on for much longer. It was 10 people, not 10 slices of pizza. Um, I'm the professional doofus when it comes to quoting Brendan, apparently. Professional doofus. <laughs> that was so funny. I think Brendan's absolutely hilarious, actually. Oh, character. <laughs> it's just each and every episode when I watch Brendan, when he has the conversations that don't involve targeting him, I just think, I, I just feel like this guy watched Tyler Crispin and just wanted to emit everything in his being to be like Literally. Tyler Crispin. That, which, that is exactly how he is. Which I know is hit or miss with everyone. I mean, I mean, Tyler wasn't my favorite. I definitely didn't root for him. I like him, um, but I didn't root for him either season. Um, but why wouldn't you want to play like him? I mean, except when, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I think if you could, if you could play like that and then be cutthroat at the end and try to win, then good. It's not a bad strategy. <laughs> Jordan Lester says in chat, can we get a twins twist where Tyler Crispin and Brendan have to swap out? <laughs> I do love that, but I think it would be even better if Sequester had a real twin twist, but just uh, regular twins uh, and see how it works out going in and out of a, a game like this. It would be chaotic and I just want to see it happen uh, because no information that could get relayed would ever pan out. Uh, and I think it would just, it would be horrible, but I want to see it anyway. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Can you imagine if I had a twin and me trying to relay information to somebody? They'd be like, what happened? I'd be like, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many rooms in this place. Have you seen how many rooms there are? Have you seen the pantry laundry? <laughs> like, what was the twist? I don't know. <laughs> I just looked at the oven and then I was brought here. I don't I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I blacked out. Typical. <laughs> All right. Fast forwarding again to the elimination. Uh, now that we're back here. Uh, after Brent leaves Spencer hanging, uh, Brent talks about his uh, his hype, his visibility that he has brought to sequester, specifically season four, and it goes on for a very long time. Uh, and I loved everyone's reactions to it, which were valid. And that was the best part. People were comparing that to like a really bad attempt at Dan's funeral in the chat, which I thought was really funny because he's already been voted out for one. But like, <laughs> I think that's a really good comparison of just a discount. Uh, it's been a really good time and I'm sad to go kind of situation. But 
of course, I'm going to play a clip of this. Why would I not play a clip of this? Um, I could just start probably anywhere in this area. See me win or fail, but I am so gratified that I made it past the halfway point that people that initially tuned in to watch me are, have now fallen in love with you, Brendan. <laughs> have now fallen in love with you, my fellow. Billy, Josh, Jacob. People that didn't have as much notoriety going into this season, but they are now following all of you because they love you so much. So I'm going to try and come back. But if this is my last round in the game, thank you for being a part of my journey and allowing me to push you guys forward. Oh, my God. That's my favorite line is that very, and allowing me, Brent Wagamont, to push you to the forefront of fame. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's just walking around this house like he's got a trademark registered logo like in the bottom right corner of his being at all times it's it kills me it kills me the thing is though is is that brent's not wrong like he does bring a lot of viewership to this show and i mean there are so 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 many people who even know about this show because of him and so that is true but i was like but when you say it out loud, I feel like it loses every bit of notoriety that yes. it brought with it. Yeah. Yes. And I thought, it was, listen, it, he's also not wrong in that here we are. And what are we talking about? The scene with Brent and how great it was. <laughs> oh, he's fooled us. He's got us. Brent has brought the rain. I love Brent. I do. I love Brent. I love Brent. But I was like, oh, my gosh, Brent. No. Like if I'd have been there, you know, the, everyone's doubled over in laughter over that. Like I'd be like, Brent, do you see that? Like, cut it out. Stop. Stop. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know how you would like keep going after seeing people's reactions. Like, like Brendan was literally like, and, and you're still gonna keep going. Like, I, don't, yeah, I, don't think, I think that was the best part. I'm glad I played it at that specific part. When you're just like, people fall in love with you, Brendan. You, Brendan. <laughs> and only you. That's it. People love Linda. Everyone else, I'm sure they like you too. Uh, but it was, yeah. I mean, I'm sure even if he saw people's reactions, it was just gonna be a thing of, well, this is going to be a really good clip anyway. So I'm going to keep going in full force, which is exactly what he should have done. It. I loved it. Great TV. That is what Brent is. He came to bring great TV and he delivered. He did. Like, oh, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> Jay West and Chaz like said, Brent leaving Spencer hanging was funny. I know. Jordan, I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I could believe it, but I was like, that had me rolling. I was dead. On the chance that uh, Jay West was going to be the one to get back in the game tonight, I put him on the thumbnail thinking he could be a big part of this episode. I thought he was coming back. Well, I, I didn't because they showed us last right, week. Right, right. Um, you know, that he was standing. I mean, I was hopeful, but he was standing up and holding his hand up. So I was like, he probably found the LOS. And then I also speculated that he thought that he actually won when he did it, but which I think would have been hilarious. That but, would be on brand for Jay West. So <laughs> I love him so much. Oh, he's great. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you're you're so welcome, Jay West. You're absolutely <laughs> welcome. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know what? Part of me wants um wants Jordan to play again every single season, but part of me wants him to not play next season because I want him to come on the podcast and he can't if he's playing. <laughs> Is that selfish of me? I don't yes. care. <laughs> No, I, I absolutely, Jay West, when you're officially not on a sequester season, I think the very first episode, you have to come on the podcast. Like you have no choice. You are contractually obligated. And if you're not yet, I will make it happen that you have to be here the first episode of the first season that you're not on. <laughs> so just remember that. All right. <laughs> we pretty much wrap up uh, elimination by getting some votes revealed uh, they reveal Natalie, who voted Brent and Spencer, Marcelo, who voted Brent and Spencer, Brendan, who also voted Brent and Spencer. Um, and uh, I think the only notable thing, because obviously everyone voted out Brent and Spencer, was uh, Brendan's comment to Brent when uh, he said he voted out. Obviously, I voted out Spencer. He threw out my name. Uh, and Brent was like, yeah, I'm sorry. That was my partner's doing. And Brendan was essentially like, I voted you out too. So <laughs> That was so funny. That was so funny. Um, let me let me find that. Like, if I yeah, I also voted for you. So cool your jets, okay? <laughs> Relax, because I also don't like. Got this. I don't know where this was. I'm so dumb. I want to see it, it so bad. Right after the the vote reveal. Was it right after the I vote mean, reveal? I, you know what I mean. I don't know. Don't ask me. You know, I I'm asking you though. Well, I don't know the answer. I'm reading right. the chat. Here we go. I think. Marcelo, how did you vote? I voted for both of you guys. Okay. Straight up. And the last one. Up to you. Brendan, how did you vote? How do you think I voted after Spencer calls me out in a group and says, hey, we all need to vote Brendan out? So my tether partner is pretty messy. <laughs> yeah, I voted for you too. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the face at the end though. <laughs> yeah. But Brendan, I just talked about how people love you. <laughs> because of me. You voted you voted out the guy who brought the hype and visibility. Ah, Mr. Twitter fingers. Anyway, let's get to this battle match before we wrap up. Uh, the, ba the battle match this week was called Bridge the Gap, and essentially we have a bunch of boards played out across the field. They have a rope that they have to use to pull the board closer to them, and their goal is to pull enough boards close to them to get to the center where they put on their uh, intramural basketball jersey and then walk themselves <laughs> to the other to a, a remaining like pedestal-looking board um it probably would help if i just like played uh the video of it as, as aside from me like actually trying to describe it yeah thank god uh, you're not in charge of describing things for the show <laughs> i if i ever came up with a competition it would never get green lighted because i could never describe it right so you've got <laughs> so you got these wooden planks in your in your lassos stay with me uh, <laughs> but lassos. We talked about this at the beginning, but I, for a second, really thought Brent might win this because Spencer is not getting this rope out to save his life. How uh, could he? Brent's 45, Barrett. 
I'm just kidding. Prince in shape though. Like he's not. I know. I'm just saying that because he kept saying it. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong. <laughs> like, I'm, it's not ageism. Okay. Shut up. How dare he be 45? How dare you? <laughs> we all should live in the children of the corn society. I know Roxy, you, you, you press it every single week and I'm like, Roxy, no, it can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you reveal our private conversation? <laughs> Let's watch this 45-year-old almost beat this young buck who's great at athleticism. <laughs> I brought up I've I watching this, I thought for a second, I was like, can you just instead of using the actual lasso part? Can you use the rest of the rope and just toss it out like a jump rope and pull it towards you? I feel like you can't, but the whole time I was thinking about that. What you mean? Like Surprise. take take the whole rope itself and widen it out like a jump rope instead, and like throw it that way, like it's I a giant you net. Mean. You know, you like know what I'm saying? Your, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nick, pull out your rope that you have in your. It's room. my phone charger, actually. But and then you like kind of just like go and you like take, hook it. You take like know. the whole rope and put it like a little thing like this that you're yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I needed was the visual. Maybe I should be on visuals then. Yes. <laughs> it was like last year when they had the comp where they had to like, they had to move the cinder blocks one at a time and stay on the cinder blocks. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I asked if they could wear the cinder blocks as shoes and tie them around like their their own feet and then just kind of walk with them oh, on their feet instead. <laughs> the important questions. Yeah, I never got an answer to it. So I want, I want to know, could they have just used the whole rope and just tossed it out and then brought it towards them? I feel like they couldn't have. You can. Yes, definitely. You can do that. I feel like they would have been cheating. Nah. Especially with Spencer, he's got like he's he's tall. He's got long arms. He could just it's only cheating like if they stop you and tell you don't do that. Otherwise, it's not cheating. It's just thinking outside of the box. See, okay. Um, so Spencer doesn't start off hot in this competition, uh, as you probably saw from like the minute of B roll that we just had. Uh, but he does eventually get the rope working and catches up to Brent. Brent falls off a couple of times, and then uh, Spencer comes out victorious. For the, what was it, the 55th competition in a row that Spencer's won? Like 20 something. I don't even, I've lost count. He's won since like season two, I think. No one's been able to beat him yet. I'm like, Audrey's just like, all right, I guess I'll just come back again. Like, right. (laughs) And still, technically, we haven't broken the streak of the person who's gotten voted out winning the battle match because we had both people getting voted out this week. So, that's still an ongoing thing that we had to be like, okay, is this gonna, is this gonna last the whole season? Is this gonna be a streak that goes on for forever? Um, personally, I think it'd be interesting if it did, um, for it. especially if Spencer's going to be the one getting voted out every single week, but, um, good for Spencer three for three. He, he, re- he refuses to die. Uh, Brent kissed him on the cheek on his way out, uh, and gave him like a nice little peppy speech, which was nice. Um, because Brent is precious. Sorry. He is precious. I said that as if y'all don't think that he is <laughs> arguing with you. No. I haven't Definitely I don't think I've not. seen one anti-Brent thing in our chat ever. So no, we love it. And Brent. for good reason. Uh but yeah, good on Brent for giving Spencer a run for his money in this competition. It was not a close race, that's I for really sure. Yeah, at his ass there. I was like, Brent yeah. is gonna take out Spencer. That would have been epic. <laughs> 
But um, we'll have another week of Spencer and Muna, and that's the end of the episode. And obviously, we have all of the chaos to come. And I know we didn't really get into the chaos in this episode a little too much because we saw the beginning of it with Jacob going into the room that he was listening into. Uh, and then we had everyone yelling at each other. And a lot of clapping, um, a lot of... I don't know, Muna being happy that everyone else was involved in this argument and not her, and which kind of led to Josh and Marcelo being like, listen, we're the best in this game. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think that's how it happened. But. It didn't. I was so out of order there. But um, in any case, uh, let me just play a little bit of it because now I feel bad that we didn't really get into this conversation that much. They did. You guys they did. Now you're gonna call me crying like you want my money. They did. They did. Everybody's throwing everybody's names out. Everybody's throwing names out. That you've yelled at someone and yelling doesn't help. This house becomes chaos. Okay, this house becomes absolutely everything I had dreamed to dream for this house to be, and that is absolutely mayhem. These people are running. These people are not only running to different conversations they're so afraid that they're making big mistakes of telling the people they're targeting that they're targeting them right in front of them and at this point it's going so bizarre that i'm just walking around the house as people are yelling smiling chaos everywhere <laughs> i like how um this episode began with spencer arguing that they don't need to give muna more power and at the end of the episode they that inadvertently leads to them giving muna more power yeah. <laughs> especially in a social context mm-hmm. um i love jorge's uh comment of just muna was regina standing around while all the 11th grade girls went after each other great mean <laughs> girls reference i love it uh i always encourage it um if there's one thing we know about Barrett, it's like he encourages Mean Girls references. You can catch me on my daily Mean Girls podcast, uh, <laughs> where I cover a minute of Mean Girls uh, every single day, different minute. Uh, and then when I run out, I start over. Uh, I'm sure there's a podcast like that out there. Is there? I want to listen to it. <laughs> We've reached the end of the episode, guys. Uh, should we? Uh, is there anything that we didn't cover that we need to cover? I'm sure there are a million things that we didn't cover because that's the correct answer. Mm-hmm. C- can we go over whoever one thinks will win and whoever one wants to win? Because I have two different people. My God, you are Daniel's replacement. I guess <laughs> so. <laughs> <sighs> it was probably at this point in the season last year that I said I think Hunter is going to win. And so, which means that that me doing this again mm-hmm. is probably not going to happen. But if if I had to guess right now, who I think might pull it out in the end, oh, I don't see Jacob doing it. I don't see Muna doing it, and I I don't see Spencer doing it. Unfortunately, as much as I would love to see Spencer keep this run, he can't keep it going. As entertaining as it is to watch, um. I mean, everyone says they want to drag Natalie to the end because they think, especially Jacob tonight said, I want to drag Natalie to the end because I don't think she'll get any jury votes. I think I can see that. I think Natalie's going to get further than a lot of people that I think. So I could see Natalie potentially getting to the end. Does she win? I don't know, but I could see it happening. Nick, you look like you were about to also say Natalie. Yes, that was what I was going to say. I think that the editing is really foreshadowing that Natalie's going to fucking win. And I think that everyone's really dumb for not seeing it. But I don't know. That's just... 
the way that everyone's like looking over her and like in her confessional, she knows everything that's happening. I'm like, these people are sleeping on her. And then she's going to get to the finals, whip out this crazy long jury speech. And everyone's going to be like, wow, she knew everything happening and vote for her to fucking win. And Natalie is going to be the queen bee. But I mean, well, that's the key, though, is it's one thing to understand what's happening. I don't. Um, but <laughs> but it's another like when you get there, can you articulate what was happening? Because it really is about how well can you relay, you know, your knowledge or, or, or how, how well you can sell yourself. I mean, that basically honestly is it is selling yourself to the jury at the end. And I don't know. I mean, I hope that she can. I think she's super smart. I mean, she's definitely good at math. She's attacked something, which is already way over my head. Um, I'd be like, huh? Um, I don't know. I think, like, but I could see Natalie getting far to the end. I don't know if she can sway a jury when she gets there because they already have such preconceived notions about that she isn't doing anything to get herself there. So I don't know about that, but I'd like to see it. No, <clears throat> I think Josh or Marcelo could be at the end, but who I want to see at the end, Jacob. I love him. He's the so two time mini winner. Can he do it? Do you think he can actually do it? He's already been voted out once. I don't think he can do it. I'm just saying, I would love to see it. Jacob, um, or I like Billy. I think either one of them would be fantastic. I agree. I I, I want Brendan to win. I, I don't know if he could get to the end because I feel like his target is like it's the size of the whole United States at this point. <laughs> but I mean, Spencer's is the whole universe and he's still in the house. So you never fucking know. Right. But... That's the I, thing. I, 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 like, who, who's going to keep skating by because every single week Spencer is the target? It's yeah. just, and, and if Spencer keeps trying to pick the people that he thinks he can just win in a battle match against, he's never going to pick Brendan. He's not, he's not even going to come close to pick. Brendan. That's not what Spencer's no. going to do. Uh, we, 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 because he has a penis. He's not going to pick him. Penis don't pick penis. Okay. And that, <laughs> rule. that's going to be the episode title next week. Watch. Nope. Penis don't pick penis. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't see as long as people are going after Spencer, they're never going to think maybe we should just go after Brendan instead. But I mean, it's hard. Wow. Uh, I could see Brendan too. He's just, he's so good at making people like him. It's just these past couple of episodes have been very, he's had to defend himself a lot more, which makes me think that maybe uh, it's going to be a tough road for him when it comes down to that time. Uh, yeah. But I mean, Billy's also in this episode as well. And we haven't really talked about Billy and Billy's had her issues for sure. But I don't know if it's going to be enough for people to actually see her as a more valuable target than say five other people remaining in that house. I just don't know. Um, which is really going to be interesting to see if Billy and Natalie go after each other at six, because I feel like they're two people that could easily also get dragged to the end. Maybe not Billy more so because people do see that Billy is liked by universally everyone. So I think it would be dumb to bring her to the end. Whereas they see Natalie more as the person that I don't, maybe the jury won't see her as a valuable person. She hasn't done anything. Whereas we see her as more valuable as the episodes go on. And we sat here uh, on the first episode saying, where was Natalie? Uh, was Natalie in this game at all? Uh, you. It was me. 
because uh, we've seen before when people you haven't. Know what we're not gonna do. We're not gonna say that Roxy said that. <laughs> Roxy said it. I just, no, I really don't. I didn't think that. Did I? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I may have thought it. I don't know. And yeah. why did I know Jorge asked this earlier? But why do we think people are sleeping on Natalie so much? Is it is it the fact that she's not the most aggressive in conversations compared to literally everyone else because there are so many big personalities in the house that it doesn't matter how likable or how um observant that you are in the game if you are also not a big like yelling and barging into to rooms and being like i hear you in here and stuff like that that everybody else is doing then they're like oh she's not even playing the game but she, I mean, she is the definition of under the right. radar player, but they're not seeing it. And, um, you know, that's both fortunate and unfortunate for Natalie. But like I said, you know, if, if she can get to the end, she is going to have to sell herself mm -hmm. really hard when she gets there because people think that she is, you know, just kind of like there. And I don't right. think that's the case. I just right. No. As we've I, seen we've seen her be the aggressor now in certain situations. We saw it last episode when she tried to push Brendan. And if only she knew that if she had just voted Brendan in the last episode, he would have been the one to go. Uh, which is just like, oh, can you imagine that scenario playing out? Uh, I think she might have been a shoe in to get picked for a battle match if that were the case. But at the same time, it's just like that's the that's the timeline I want to see. Um, I don't know. But Nick, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say a lot of people like come into sequester and want to play like really over the top and big and in your face. And Natalie's kind of taking like the opposite approach where she's very like aware of things, but under the radar and not like yelling and screaming in people's faces. And it's kind of working. And I think that it's like that situation where you have like a whole room full of loud mouths. And then you have like that one person who's like very just introverted and quiet and like they kind of just fade to the background but they're observing everything she's like a wallflower um yeah i don't know i think that like it's working for her because everyone's way too fucking over the top and fighting like when marcello and uh josh were saying that they were the only two people that weren't really like yelling it was like i mean i don't think natalie was yelling and screaming at people i think she was kind of just like kind of debate as to why she should stay so it's like people are overlooking what she's doing in the game i think mm -hmm. so i don't know right she when she was picked for a hot second to be in the battle match two weeks ago uh we saw her not give a why would you pick me why would you pick this other person she didn't try to uh she did throw out names of course but it wasn't in like an aggressive way it was in a very yeah you're like you're picking me like I'm at the bottom. Yeah. Why do you want to pick me? You're at the bottom. Don't you need me? What's wrong with you? Like a very calm, just you shouldn't do this. And this is why you shouldn't do this. And I'm not going to raise my voice at all kind right. of way. And Spencer's like, yeah, you're right. Uh, so I won't pick you, but I'll pick someone else now. And I won't talk to you again. I feel like uh, it gets the point across more than just being like, fuck you, Billy, get out the room. I'm not voting for you. It's like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, I don't know. It's, it's easier to play that way, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't think so. Jordan in chat made a good point. Um, it says, uh, Natalie is either soft-spoken or assertive. And I think that has been true. She's soft-spoken, but has been assertive when 
it's been like direct, like a direct hit at her, but she hasn't done it in a loud or boisterous way. It's been more like, uh, what about Brendan? Like choose him and instead of the over the top. But I mean, she also has been, I think the first time we saw her be aggressive was back when Billy said, like, when you come back, you need to play harder. And that kind of made Natalie mad. And she was like, what? That's so rude. And then we kind of saw her, like, step it up a little bit. So I think she was a little bit assertive there, but not in a a loud way. And I I think this conversation with Jacob that that I was just playing uh, is probably a great example of just how other people view Natalie uh, versus how uh, they probably should be viewing Natalie. And Jacob is kind of trying to manipulate her in a way to being like, I can drag her. She'll work with me and it'll be easy. I can just convince her. I could pull my Jacob ways uh, and convince her to do anything for me. Meanwhile, Natalie's in the DR just like, I don't really trust him. So (laughs) I know he, I know like I do like Jacob. I really do, but I can tell he's probably trying to fool me, but like, I still like him. (laughs) Like, And and I I think people really do just look at Natalie as the easy, easily manipulated kind of flustered person when she's not. That's just kind of her personality to be this in a a calm demeanor. And as Jordan said, kind of gathering all the data as opposed to being the person that brings the mess, like Brent said two weeks ago. Uh, So I, I do think people are sleeping on Natalie. I think. I think that's a, I feel like that's a solid winner pick because I like what Nick's saying is that the edit kind of points to possibly that, or at least her making it a lot further than this week in particular. I think we'll see Natalie for a while in this season, maybe the end. Who knows? Roxy? What? Who Was do you there pick? A question there? Yeah. You technically, did you pick a winner? Yeah. I picked you say? three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I said um, that I think like maybe Josh or, or possibly Marcelo, um, but I could see Natalie also getting to the end, but that I wanted to see Jacob win just because I love him. We're best friends, you know. I heard, yeah. He hasn't heard yet, but we are. Word on the street is you put him in your pocket. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, we've reached the end of the episode. Um, I think we should wrap up now, if that's okay with everyone. Mm-hmm. Is that okay with everyone? Okay. Yes. Uh, but Nick, thank you so much for joining us tonight and filling in seemingly last minute. Daniel Icon Brown was not feeling well tonight, so everyone go tweet at him and wish him good health. And but don't don't say that like that. That's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> be more personal Here, with it. Daniel, we wish you good health. <laughs> Sincerely, Twitter. <laughs> all, of it. all of twitter but nick uh thank you again where can people find you um you can find me on twitter unheard words um instagram is my name nick Descoli. i don't know i'm anywhere where you could watch big brother or survivor or sequester you'll find my ass so yeah. <laughs> perfect uh me and nick are about to do another podcast that is not to the public um so that'll be fun uh so we just get we get to talk for hours and hours but roxy thank you for joining us as well um as always find them all right oh i mean you were just like yeah so now roxy you have to leave because me and nick are doing something and it's private and you're not invited let me tell you what we're not doing (laughs) 
Roxy, you're not invited to our birthday party, so but we're gonna go instead. So thank you guys for watching. Roxy, final plugs. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do be subscribed. Uh, please like this video if you haven't yet. Comment anything. If you didn't watch this live that uh, you definitely want to talk about, we can have a conversation in the comment section. Could be fun. I don't know. Thank you everyone who watched us live and everyone that was in the chat. We really appreciate it. You kind of keep the conversation going and really help it when we get off track, which is most of the time. Uh, if you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I am at Spicy Barrett. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hopman. You already heard Nick is at Unheard Words. Um, yeah, if you want to find us on Apple Podcasts as well. Gretchen, what happened, Gretchen? What? What about Gretchen? Oh, no. I heard. I didn't hear the first part of that. I now get it now. <laughs> That was from minute uh, 26 of Mean Girls. Uh, (laughs) Last plug. If you guys want to find us on Apple Podcasts, if you don't like looking at our face while we talk, and if you want to have a more convenient way to listen to us, that link is also in the description below. Um, But yeah, thank you guys. We'll be back next week, and I'm no longer promising guests because that apparently does not... That that is cursed whenever I promise it. Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll see you when we see you. Bye, everyone. Bye.